Hello, Hive Nation, and welcome back to the Hive Nation podcast. Each week, we have leading experts in personal and professional development to share their journeys and expertise to help you connect, engage, grow, evolve. Now, here's JB to introduce today's guest. Hey, thanks, Greg. This morning, we have an interesting gentleman uh, with us on the program. Uh, Mr. Isaac Miller is out of Kansas City, Missouri. And Isaac uh, is ex-military, and he decided when he was getting out of military that he wanted to get into a business type of atmosphere, but within a professional training type of atmosphere as well at the same time. So Isaac started his own company called Prolific PT. Uh, For all those asking, PT stands for? Personal training. Yes. (laughs) Ding, 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 you win. So uh, Isaac works with a lot of coaches. Uh, it's it's all virtual, but Isaac works with a lot of coaches underneath him. And so Isaac first started out with uh, his own, you know, personnel, and he still does, you know, personal training. But he's basically passed on his experience within owning a a online, you know, professional training company to uh, mentor the the coaches that he has underneath him as well now. And it's a very interesting setup, and it's very. Uh, is very new age that way within, you know, no bricks and mortar, but yet, you know, you still can help me get ripped, right? Is that, is that the, is that the, the gist of it, Isaac? Yeah. I mean, you, you said it great. Uh, it's, it's definitely not the bricks and mortar come in and, and let me slay you in a gym kind of thing, but it's a, a more holistic approach where now we're outside of the gym. I can still give you the workouts to do, give you all of the, the, support that you need in the gym, but I'm also going to give you that support that you need for life. You know, whenever you leave that gym, you're still going to maximize those benefits, those, those gains, if you will, you know, you're still going to go out and have the lifestyle that is going to be conducive to seeing results other than, you know, getting a 45 minute workout in with your coach and then leaving and doing whatever, you know, with your day and not knowing what to do to see those results. You know, that's a good way to, that's a good place to start, as a matter of fact. So why don't you describe to our listeners the advantage to having a, you know, a healthy, healthy body, healthy gut, healthy mind. Why don't we start there? I love it. So first of all, thank you for letting me be on the show. Uh, I appreciate it. Uh, it's it's awesome what you guys are doing with the, with the Hive Network and being able to bring top tier like top level coaches and professionals to the people who need them so it, it's an awesome service that you guys are, are here doing and and bringing to the forefront yeah, thanks. Uh, now as far as you know i think at the most layman sense when you look good you feel good when you feel good you perform good and when you perform good you look good and it just it it's this always going cycle so uh, when one of those gets out of whack everything else gets out of whack Uh, When you start feeling bad, you're going to start looking bad. When you start looking bad, you're going to start seeing your confidence go down. You're going to start seeing everything go down. So I'm really big on making sure that, you know, we're feeling good and we are good on a whole level. Do you look the way you want to look to feel confident when you walk into a room? Do you actually feel good? Are your hormones optimized? Are you in a place where you're waking up with energy and not crashing at 2 p.m.? Are you in a place where, you know, you can you can actually say that you're healthy and you can, you know, be a, not just a good business person, but a good father or a good mother or a good husband or wife. Like those things all have a place in health and fitness. And then are you performing at your absolute best? Because as a business professional, I feel like 
performance, it, we typically think it's just, you know, are you working out in a gym? But it's it's not. It's are you mentally clear, you know, whenever you're waking up and, and you know, logging in to look at the markets? Are you are you actually, you know, performing at your best whenever you're at the workplace? Are you performing your best whenever you're performing your service uh, if you're someone who's delivering a service? So all of those things are, are really important. And I think it needs to be looked at as a whole and not just kind of this one centered approach. So obviously within Prolific PT, it's not just about a uh, a body approach, but it's also training the mind in order to, you know, work with the body. Absolutely. hundred percent. You can't, can't have one without the other. Uh, you have to train the mind in order to get the body to follow. So what, just give us a quick example of what would you, what you would do in order to train my mind. Good luck. But what would you would do to train my mind? <laughs> Well, uh, first of all, I mean, it's looking at what what do you do during your day? Uh, and so there's there's levels of of habits and routines that we would establish. And it's not just I, I, I'm a firm believer on meeting the client where they're at in life uh, instead of just giving you a plan that's going to completely up, upheave the life that you're living now to be this other person that you want to be. That works for some people. Um, we see that with like boot camp. You make amazing Marines whenever you take them to boot camp, put them on those yellow footprints, then completely radically change their life 180 in 24 hours. And next thing you know that you know they're coming out of boot camp. But whenever people are living their daily lives and not in this place where they're 24/7 being controlled, it's hard for them to just completely radically change. So it's looking at, you know, where are you at in your life? Let's find some of these routines and habits that we can start to tweak and change a little bit, like a morning routine, instead of just waking up and getting dressed and going right to, you know, Starbucks to get your uh, coffee and, and a breakfast sandwich in the morning on your way to work. That's a routine, whether you know it or not, that is a morning routine. Mm -hmm. So instead maybe having a homemade breakfast that is geared towards something that will actually help fuel you for the day and coffee that's not full of, of added sugars and something that's a little bit more healthy, uh, that can be a great change to a morning routine that's going to already make a huge difference in the long run. Uh, it might be waking up and doing like a walk outside, just getting some sunlight first thing in the morning for five minutes and a journal you know, actually planning your day at night, having a nighttime routine where instead of just watching Netflix as until you fall asleep, it's taking like 30 minutes to turn off the screens, allow yourself to wind down, grab your journal or your planner and actually plan out your next day. So you have some control over the next day. So it's things like that, that we're going to start taking control of in your daily life to make sure that you're mentally clear, you're mentally, you know, you don't have that brain fog from the day to day. Um, and outside of that, then it's looking at as a busy professional, we want to make sure that your time is optimized. If you don't have control of your time, you don't have control of your life. So we're going to do a time audit for your day and make sure that you're actually utilizing your time wisely. Because if, you know, this was a, a thing for me doing a time audit and realizing I wasted a lot of time on Instagram, you know, as a, as a business where it's mainly, you know, fitness industry is on social media a lot. So I would get a message on Instagram and I would go, you know, clock that message to answer back. And next thing I know, five minutes later, I'm scrolling, I'm in scroll mode. So a time audit showed me, oh man, I wasted a lot of time doing that. And so helping other people who are a little, like more professional, uh, busy professionals, entrepreneurs, um, 
it's really helping them master their time day to day so that then they can see where they can maximize the rest of their life. I really like that. I always say it as well. I always tell people that you, when you get up in the morning, instead of just going straight to work, like, you know, whether it's at work at, or you're just getting dressed and going to your office, why don't you take like some time in the morning stretch, you know, maybe have uh, uh, breakfast if you're into that. If you, if you don't, you know, that's entirely up to you, but stretch or go for a quick walk or meditation. And it only takes 15 or 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Right. And the, you know, some of the backlash that you'll hear is that, well, I don't have t- that much time. And like, so you have two hours to scroll through TikTok, but you don't have 15 or 20 minutes just to go walk outside for a little while. Like I, explain that to me real quick. Right. And you know, of course they're like, well, I guess if you put it that way, well, that's the truth, right? That that's the way it is. So, you know, there's it always it's a mindset. It's really much a mindset that if you tell yourself that you want to wake up and stretch and, and do yoga and and do meditation for 15 or 20 minutes, I'm not asking for five hours, right? You know, and you're not asking for five hours in what you do either. Yeah, hundred percent. And it's it also comes down to the hard conversations too. This is one thing that's that's hard as a coach is having those hard conversations where it's like you hired me to make a change, and if you want change to happen it takes different actions than you're doing now yeah my goal is to help it be actions that are doable and sustainable but it still needs different actions from the from the part of the client so it's like i'm not here to change your life radically now a year from now you're going to look back and see that your life has changed radically but we need to do change by change little by little and so it also comes into good leadership qualities, being able to explain it and to uh, teach the reasons why we're making these changes and not just giving changes and saying, do it. Um, but it's, it's hundred percent. Like it's not, we're not asking for five hours. We're not asking you to change your entire day. We're asking you to change little things that will make a big difference because small hinges move big doors. Uh, and so that's, that's a, a key fundamental. I read an interesting uh, article on the weekend. It actually said that if you do three times a, a, a week, three times a week of 20 minutes, that's it. That's one hour out of your entire week. You'll be 7% healthier, 7%. That's a lot for a lot of people. Like if oh, you yeah. think about it, if you think about some people who are, who are out of shape, 7% is a lot. Like, so imagine losing 7% of your body weight. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. you know, you'd be skin and bones. But, uh, uh, you know, like the whole thing, the whole thing around it is that, you know, I always like to use 15 or 20 minutes as an example, because when you say an hour, people are like, oh, geez, an hour. Right. But then when you say 15 or 20 minutes, like, yeah, you know, that's like a coffee break. Right. You know, so. Yeah. You know, if you just if you literally just take that as a coffee break and you take your 15 minute coffee break instead of just sitting around and scrolling through Instagram or TikTok, if you just went and walked down by the river instead, you know, you'd probably do yourself a hell of a lot of good. Right. And people, 100%. Just, but like you said, it's a mindset, right? It's, it's, it's in between your ears and people are thinking, oh, I have to put all this effort into, into get into shape or or just to, you know, feel healthy again. Well, you don't really. Right. And, and it's it's not really that that time consuming, it's not really that expensive to go walking. <laughs> so, you know, if, if we're going to be, if we're going to be nitpicking as to what it costs to, you know, feel healthy or, or feel, you know, mind healthy, even it's pretty minimal cost. Right. So, 
And I'm sure, I'm sure you've had those, like you said, you have those hard talks is what you called it. And that's a very good way of putting it that, you know, you either have to want to do it or you don't. Right. And so, you know, we always keep saying, if you keep saying you can't, you can't, you can't, guess what? You can't. But if you can't, if you tell yourself, I will, I will, I will, you will. Right. That's the way it is. hundred percent. And I, I love a simplistic quote, change needs change. Mm. Uh, you can't have change if you don't change anything like you, it's 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 one needs the other uh you can't just expect your life to change without different actions so it it does but i'm also big on habit stacking too so it's like okay great you want to you know start incorporating 20 minutes of exercise a day that could be a simple you know brisk walk hard to motivate yourself to do it i get it What's your favorite podcast to listen to? Oh, the Hive. Hive yeah. Professional Network. Great. Let's, sort of nation. Yeah. let's let's turn that on, and you're going to go on a walk whenever you're listening to it. Yeah. It's going to make the walk way more enjoyable, uh, and you don't have to think about it. you can be outside, so you're getting the sunlight. You know, good natural vitamin D. You're, you know, you're gonna you're gonna feel better, but you're also going to be doing something you actually enjoy outside of walking. You're listening to your favorite podcast. So. Um, doing things like that, incorporating little things like that has helped as well for some of those people who just find it hard to even get started, uh, because they just feel like there's not enough time or they don't have, it's like there is, I mean, you're going to listen to the podcast anyway, while you're doing other things, why don't you just go walk instead? Mm -hmm. Uh, and so that's, that's something that's been very helpful for a lot of, of clients as well. Small changes, but moves big doors. I love that because, uh, the quote that I shared this morning was from William Wordsworth and it was, to begin, begin. Mm-hmm. And it's very much fitting for what you just said as well, Isaac. So, you know, to begin, begin makes like logical sense, right? Because you have to start somewhere, right? That's yeah. the whole key to to beginning, right? So I, I love it. On, <clears throat> on that note, Isaac, with the routine side of things, I've always wanted to ask somebody like you this question with the individuals that have like an awesome routine or maybe they just developed it and it's going really well and then they miss it and it derails their day how do you approach that as a coach when it's like oh my routine's done now i'm never i'm done my life's over right like they everything goes off the rails if the routine stops yeah so this is really you can look at the data from it and you can see this is very like type A personality people who make it a priority to routine their day. And so this is, I with those specific personalities, I try and incorporate some kind of mindfulness throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you c- consistently practice some form of mindfulness meditation, um, what I like to like in the military, we called it a tactical pause. Uh, when everything's going crazy, you feel like it's really overwhelming. You, you take five seconds and you just clear it and then do the next task. And this could be a full meditation flow for somebody. If they need it, it can be that five second tactical pause. But whenever everything's kind of like going crazy and you feel like you're losing track of the day, like you're losing that control, take that pause, clear it, and then take the necessary action for the next step. And that's all you need is the next step. If you take that next step, another one will follow. Uh, and so that's that's the important thing. And, and what I remind them is like, hey, routine, sometimes you're not going to hit it. 
I struggle with this too. If I miss like my morning routine, I feel like the day's kind of already off to a bad start. So I have to take a second, breathe, and say, okay, well, I know I need to do this step to begin, begin. So take that step uh, and, and let go of what messed up or what missed before it's over. You can't change it. You can't control it. You can't take it back. So forget it. You'll hit it tomorrow. Uh, take action on what you can do now. Um, so that's a, a big one for me. And then also making sure that you're not always set. Like I have some people who they're busy professionals, but their times always change. They, they have very varying schedules. Their meetings are kind of everywhere. They deal with multiple time zones. So instead of having like a morning routine that starts at 6am to like 7, like every day, like it's not that it's simple actions that make up the routine. So no matter what time they wake up, they're able to hit that same routine. No matter what time they go to bed, they have the same nighttime routine. And during the middle of the day, they still have the same midday routine. So no matter what happens throughout their day, they're able to kind of have these pillars throughout their day, no matter what time it is, so they can orient themselves around those pillars. Uh, it, it kind of acts as lateral limits for their day. And so it allows them to stay in their routines without being stuck to the times of their routines. Uh, and that that works for some clients too. It's it's not really like a one size fits all approach, but it's making sure that they can still keep that structure without losing it. Uh, and so that approach, that kind of pillar approach works for people who kind of struggle with time management, uh, but still need that structure in their day. I love it. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. I just, I was always curious like on how people look at that because so I know so many people personally ask me, they're like, Oh, what happens if you don't do your routine and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, like you can't let, uh, like I seen George St. Pierre said this quote the other day, right? It's the ship doesn't sink because the water around it, the ship sinks because the water that gets inside of it. So like, if you're going to let, you know, one, two, three, four little missteps or losses ruin your day or your week or your month or your life. Like that's something that we need to step back. And that's where uh, I think it's so powerful having a coach and having that network around you where people can go, Hey, this is all, it's all falling apart. It's like, okay, well let's just breathe. And like you said, tactical pause. I love that. So that's, that's a really cool way of looking at that. Yeah. It was, it's super cool. Um, so with, with that all being said, Isaac, do you take a lot of your approach from what you learned in the military or is it kind of a mix of military experience plus, you know, the mentors that you had outside, just a culmination, if you will? Uh, great question. And I would say it's, it's a mix. Um, I, I have been through uh, a lot of life. I've been blessed with with a lot of life in a short period of time. Uh, and granted, not all of that was good. I say blessed, but a lot of experience has come from failure. Uh, but in failure is a lot of learn learning opportunities, a lot of gold that comes from that. So a lot of my approach has come from seeing struggles, being in the industry for, for over 10 years and seeing failure, seeing where, where clients, you know, have hangups, seeing where kind of the struggles are taking those struggles and then seeking out the education to fix those struggles. 
and seeking out people smarter than me to tell me where I'm going wrong with helping those, those struggles. So a lot of it has been mentors who I've gone to and been like, Hey, I'm failing this person. How can I not fail this person? And then impart some wisdom. A lot of it's going to, you know, just education, trying to take master classes, seminars and uh, courses and school. Uh, and then, you know, a lot of it is real world experience. You know, I had some amazing leaders in the military. I had some horrible leaders in the military. Uh, so I've learned what horrible time management looks like. I've learned what amazing time management looks like. Uh, I've learned what not having control of your temper and not having control of your emotions is. And I know what having amazing control of your temper and amazing control of your emotions is. Uh, and being able to extract all of that and to impart it in a way that makes sense to the clients. Um, it, it's come from just a little bit of everything, but but a lot of just life experience. Fantastic. On the on the education side, uh, this is more like a tip that you can maybe give to the Hive Nation. I think a lot of individuals that want to be PTs or, you know, want to get in that sports side of the industry, you know, there's such a mass. I'm sure there's even more in, in the U S than there's in Canada, but there's so many, Oh, this is the certification you need. This is that. And a lot of it feels like fluff. And from the guys I know, they're like, you don't need those. They're just there and whatever. So like, what would you suggest? Like, where should somebody start in the, in the world of personal training? Great question. And something I actually get asked quite often. Um, now I will say a basic certification course from an accredited certification company, whether that's NASM, ISSA, uh, ACE, like it, it doesn't really matter. Um, a basic certification course will at least give you the fundamentals to where when you're going through experience, you can kind of think through things a little bit more methodically than just doing what you know. Like, mm -hmm. and I say that from, especially in the contest prep space, I have a lot of experience in bodybuilding. Uh, I'm a bodybuilding coach myself and I'll see too many times an amateur bodybuilder or, or female competitor go through their first show and then after they do their first show, they're suddenly a fitness and nutrition coach helping other athletes get to stage. And all they're doing is copying and pasting exactly what their coach had them do without like with zero knowledge or understanding as to why they were doing it. They just know it got me shredded. So I'm going to use it to get someone else shredded. And they don't realize that they're making that soccer mom with three kids absolutely miserable with this plan. And that soccer mom with three kids isn't even trying to get on stage. And so she doesn't know why she's eating tilapia and broccoli five times a day. She just knows to do it and she'll get abs, right? So that she does. And she doesn't understand that her hormones are being shot because bodybuilding is not healthy at all. So I would say having a base level certification is important. But what's more important is having a good mentor who can actually teach you the fundamentals and why to do those. That's the most important thing. If you can find a good mentor, you don't need anything else, really. Uh, a good mentor can surpass a lot of the, the struggles of trying to gain the right level of knowledge. And then once you learn, being able to apply it in the right areas. So this doesn't mean going and getting a bunch of certifications. And then when you get your first client, throwing the kitchen sink at them uh, and, and expecting, you know, I'm going to do all of this. It's Honestly, most of coaching is very simplistic. It's 
cleaning up the diet a little bit, helping establish some good routines and incorporating some exercise. Like it's not complicated at all. There's a lot of nuance, nuance in that, but really it's just understanding a good mentor, establishing the basics, the foundations and being able to do that. And then whenever you, you get started in the training industry, the nutrition industry, once you find that area that you can really serve and you're passionate about serving, uh, in, in layman's terms, we call this niching down. Uh, but say you, you find that area like, oh man, I really love helping postpartum moms, you know, get back to their pre-baby, you know, body weight and feeling confident again. That could be, you know, if that's, that's who you want to serve. Great. Now you go look for the continuing education that will help you better serve that demographic. Don't just pick a niche and then think, all right, well, I'm just going to serve this person and it's going to be great. You're not going to build any authority that way within that niche. You have to actually go in and learn. But to start, to begin, begin. Like that, this will be the theme of the thing. You don't need any fancy certification. You just need a good mentor and the willingness to serve people at the highest level. Fantastic. So Hive Nation, if we get Isaac on the Hive, he would be a fantastic person to reach out to. And if he doesn't come on the hive, he's a fantastic person to reach out to. And I'm sure he knows a ton of other mentors. And the other thing, Isaac, <laughs> with that is you said, you know, finding that mentor and not just copy and pasting. It made me think of something that happened recently. This one individual to my face told me, oh, I was using this trainer for a month. And then she stole her stuff and then repurposed it at hers. She goes, I know enough from one month with her to be that. And I went, excuse me? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know if you know what having a mentor means, but stealing is not that. And I feel like there's just a lot of that. So to have like that true mentorship, and I think it's so powerful that you as a coach could be like, hey, look, it's not just me. Here's the team behind me. Here's my mentors. Here's the guys I learned from. You know, it doesn't need to be, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger, but like, hey, look, this is the transfer of knowledge. Here's my results and my success. Here's my mentor's results and success. And here's his. So now you have these three plus decades of experience helping you, not just, oh, buy my online form and I don't even know your name. Like, I think uh, more often than not, coaches don't do that, but there's enough of it out there that I just... I wish I could just shake some of those people. I didn't know <laughs> one month replaced 30 years nowadays. Right? Hmm, amazing. It's uh, it's interesting to see the societal change today. Um, it's not just instant gratification. It's instant qualification mm. uh, where people think that they can bypass 30 years of experience. And I don't know why that shift has happened. I attribute some of that to maybe social media um, and attribute some of that to really smart people being able to get wealthy very quickly um, through whether that's uh, e-commerce or uh, real estate or you know stock trading um, Forex trading, like whatever it is, they were able to see some success, but then other people of a younger age demographic see that similar success. And they think I can do that wherever I'm at, you know? And so they just expect the same results. 
and the same lack of life experience in order to get those results. And it's, it, they'll learn pretty quickly that that doesn't actually work. Um, but I, I think that's just a, a wave that we're riding and society tends to, you know, be a pendulum that swings back and forth and it will swing back the other way. But right now we're seeing a lot of just, um, for all intents and purposes, kids trying to play, uh, big boy games, uh, and eventually they'll realize they can't quite hold the bat up. Um, and they'll have to go back down to, to the triple A's, but you know, let, let, you know, let them have it. And I, I, I welcome it. I welcome the competition that it's, it's all healthy competition in my mind. Uh, Cause one of two things is going to happen. Either they're going to realize that they can't keep up with the level of coaching. They're going to either get sued by a client who doesn't get the results promised or get sued by someone that they screw over in order to build their company. Or they're going to realize real quick, I'm not where I need to be. I do need to seek out a mentor. I do need to seek out someone who can help me now keep up with the level of demand that I've created. Uh, and with that, I say, welcome, welcome to the team. Welcome to the family. You're now an entrepreneur. Once you, once you have an understanding that, you know, you've built something that you need to now focus and maintain to keep up, you, you've joined the club. Uh, and once it, it leaves the idea of how can I get rich and wealthy to the idea of how can I serve people and being rich and wealthy is a byproduct of it, then you've made it. Uh, then you, you, you now start thinking with a different lens that actually creates wealth and creates growth. Well, I think that's a whole new podcast, Isaac, on entitlement that you, we're touching on here. I, I, I don't know if we want to get into that on this one necessarily. How much time you got? <laughs> Cong congratulations. You've officially been invited back to number two. <laughs> um, to, to wrap up that, Isaac, uh, with the welcome to the show kind of thing. And uh, we talked to Sean, sorry, I was just trying to collect my thoughts there. We talked to Sean Taylor uh, last week and we've been talking to him and he, and he mentioned young coaches in the game. I'm one of them, right? How or what advice would you give to those young coaches in the game to avoid that? Because it is tough. Like, well, how do I get there? You know, I, I do have experience and I'm being honest, right? This is the year's experience I have and here's what I have to offer. But how can they avoid being braggadocious versus and cocky versus like confident? Like, Hey, I have what you need. So first of all, Sean's a great dude um, who has played many of life's games to the fullest. Uh -huh. uh, and so going into that, it's you, you have to understand that there's, there's always a game to play. Uh, and that game typically revolves around serving other people. And so if you find a place where you can actually serve and, and help those people get results, then play the game. You have to get in, you have to buy into the game. You have to, you have to actually show up and play. And you might not have, like, I, I work with a lot of, you know, not beginner coaches. Like they, they understand they, they've had their certifications, they've been in it, but they're still kind of starting out in the business space and they don't quite understand, you know, how can I get my roster? How can I start to actually serve? And it's like, well, you have the knowledge. You just have never actually applied it yet. Go apply it. And if you can see, like help some people, genuinely help some people, then you will grow. 
Like, it's not like, oh man, I don't have 800 clients under my belt. I'm never going to be a successful trainer. You'll be surprised at how little people actually care if you can serve them, if you can help them. Mm -hmm. They don't care. So if you can actually go and serve, actually go and help, and it might be that you do it at a very low price for the first few times, but that momentum builds. And once you have a little momentum, just keep pressing forward, keep pressing into it, keep serving people. And as you keep serving people, you can scale up. Uh, and as you gain that portfolio, little by little, your value goes up. It's like a photographer. They didn't charge their first few photo shoots. They probably paid people for their first few photo mm -hmm. shoots. But after a while, you know, it's not like they became a better photographer. They probably were really great to start. They probably dabbled in it for a long time before they started taking on clients. But each photo shoot gave them a little bit more value, a little bit more exposure, a little bit more worth. And each photo shoot, they were able to raise their price just a little, just a little to the point where you have amazing photographers charging tens of thousands for photo shoot covers. And so it, it's the same with this. It's like start small serve somebody. And once you start building that momentum, you can start to actually charge your worth uh, and find where that, that level ground is, but don't expect the world to start, but don't be afraid to serve the world at the start. That's great. So uh, just a quick reference point as to what you just talked about, Isaac. So two uh, podcasts ago, whoever's new listeners on this, we had Sean Taylor on and uh, Sean was an amazing interview as well. This very, very similar to, to this one as, as we're doing today. But uh, like Isaac said, like Sean uh, has excelled and over excelled maybe at, at everything that he's touched. And to be quite frank, I think he's partially nuts, to be honest. Uh, some of his videos are absolutely insanity. And uh, the guy's pushing 60 years old. And like, it's it's crazy. Like, what he can do? Like, the he's a machine. He's a robot. Like, it's, it's and it's very much, uh, it's very much uh, humbling. And it's very, you know, motivating to see that, right? It's, it's very, it's very cool to see a gentleman like that. Uh, you know, push his limits and, and help other people push their limits at the same time. Also, shout out to our favorite uh, photographer on Instagram, Lee. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nation, if you don't know, just shoot us a message. <laughs> uh, no, Isaac, I think uh, I think that's an amazing, you know, note to end on. Um and just the whole message with playing the game, you know, having that mentor, having that team, uh, yeah, hit the nail on the head. Yeah, I totally that. It's a big reason why we do what we do. And I think, you know, every coach that, that has the same mindset as us, you know, you're very much in, in line with us. I think that's how we look at life. And, and if more people did that, the world would be a much better place, but your advice is very much could be applied to whatever business you're in. So whether it be, whether it be training professional trainer or whether it be sales or whether it be photography or whatever, you can put that all to what you just said, Isaac, you can add that to any, any uh, job that you have or any career that you've chosen and you can put those into place. So that makes you a better person and it makes you a, you know, a, an advanced uh, trainer or mentor or whatever. Yeah. hundred percent. Like, hmm. Uh, Isaac, before we let you go and, uh, before you're on the hive, once we get beta launch, uh, where can, where can the hive nation find you? 
Yeah. So uh, Instagram at the prolific professor or uh, prolific PT underscore, uh, or you can email me at prolific PT Academy at gmail.com. Um, and that being said, you know, if you are looking to better your health, your fitness, uh, we have coaches that specialize in you know, like various things, whether it's post menopause or uh, pre perimenopause or postpartum or, you know, just weight loss transformation, whether it's athletic performance, strength and conditioning, like it doesn't matter. We have a specific coach. All of those coaches are veterans or first responders who have transitioned from the fitness space. So not only are you, you know, going to get first class, like high value help, but you're going to be giving to a company that strives towards, you know, helping veterans and first responders. Um, and if you are a veteran or first responder that is listening to this and wanting to transition into the fitness space, uh, feel free to email or message. And, uh, you know, we have some great free education for veterans and first responders who are looking to transition. So again, Instagram prolific professor or prolific PT underscore and uh, prolific PT Academy at gmail.com. Awesome. Man. I, I think that's a great, you know, that's a great shout out to anybody of uh, those first responders who are looking for that. Mm-hmm. You know, I can, Isaac would be a great mentor to anybody. I think that uh, I, I definitely see, you know, high value. Like this is, this has been great. Isaac, thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, we appreciate you. Thanks. Thanks for being on the on the Hive Nation podcast. Absolutely. Hive Nation, we're out.